Adam Pengilly, morning to you. Morning, Jared. Morning, boys. I don't know about you, but I'm just feeling tired just listening to Jamie speak yeah, about that. Sounds, sounds hard and sounds scary for me. Yeah. Not a good combination when something's hard and scary. No, what about the fact that like, she can't see where she's going in the start of the swim? But what about when she dived in and she was unsure yeah. whether the guys on the boat could see her? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. freak out for me. In the middle of the ocean, pitch black, unsure. Do they know I'm here? Oh, no. I'm getting out there. Just <laughs> thirteen hours swimming. Oh, swimming is thirteen yeah, hours. No. I, I, I just couldn't put myself through that. I just mm. find it so. I should say boring. I'd, I'd find yeah. swimming boring. At least running, but you can have a bit of a look how around, hard, or you can walk. Or you can, how hard? How hard is it swimming in the ocean, though? Like physically. Imagine that. Like oh. I reckon everyone has that conversation around, you know, if you're stuck in the middle of the ocean, how far do you reckon you could get? You know, when you see the yeah, shoreline, yeah, yeah. go, oh, I'll, I'll get there easy. Yeah, you'll be right. Uh, not even close. Jeez. No, that's a great effort. Mate. Very good effort. Twelve and a half hours. <laughs> I'm still concerned about the pilot, though, not knowing how far they went. I reckon she had a budget pilot to yeah. get across the channel. <laughs> had, had the tinny with no GPS. That's a scary start. <laughs> We'll just head towards the light. Uh, I would have turned around. Yeah, I would have said, mate, you've just turned up today. You're not the right person to take me anywhere. You're not my leader. No, we need someone else. Yeah, we'll take your son's boat. <laughs> Adam, tell us about this uh, gelding for Steve O'Day and Matt Hoisted, uh, Uncommon James, and what it's going to target after winning at Caulfield on the weekend. Yeah, I wonder if we chat about him, Jared, because we didn't get much of a chance to talk about him after he won that listed regal roller down there at Caulfield. He was extremely impressive. A horse that uh, created a bit of an impression as a two-year-old up there in Queensland, had a long layoff, obviously, a couple of runs back in Queensland this campaign, and down to Melbourne, and he was heavily, heavily backed down there for that regal roller stakes. And now Steve O'Day and Matt Hoist are talking about a Group 1 target in the Rupert Clark stakes at Caulfield next month, which I think would be a really nice race for him. But getting extremely light in the weights, you think under the handicap conditions, he's still lightly raced the horse on the way up. So he's definitely a horse I want to follow this spring, uh, given what we've seen so far. He's got a beautiful racing pattern as well. So definitely one to watch. And uh, he just might be one of the new stars on the scene in Australian racing. Craig Williams going overseas to ride, is he? Yeah, he's heading over to Japan, Lodge, for this jockey series in a couple of weeks' time. He's going to miss the first group one day of the, the season down there in Melbourne on Memzi Stakes Day. And Craig's had a, an affinity with Japanese racing for many, many years now. Unfortunately, he's been back for a few years now, given the COVID pandemic. And he has ridden a lot of those Japanese horses when they come down to, to Australia for either the, the Sydney Spring or the Melbourne Spring Carnival. So he'll head over there. I've always had a theory, boys, that we should try and do something more around having an international jockey series in Australia ourselves. Uh, it's not something we've really doubled in in the past too much. And where we can have a have a big jockey series meeting, say, the day before the Everest, on the Friday before the Everest, or the Friday before the Golden Eagle here in Sydney, or, or something like that, and try and get the likes of the, you know, your Zach Burtons and Joe Moreras from, from Hong Kong down, maybe get someone from Japan or one or two from the Northern Hemisphere, because they do do it well in other parts of the world. And I know our schedule is so crammed down here in Australia, make it hard to try and achieve, but I reckon it's still a market we can probably tap into. Now, track and wind data is to be offered by the ATC, which is another great tool for punters. I'm just on their website now. They're also going to have an app for this, is that right? Yeah, that's right, Jared. Have you had a chance to have a look at it yet? I've just um, got it right in front of me at the moment. Gee, yeah, what a what a great initiative this is. Yeah, I want to make mention of this this morning. It came out yesterday, and they've been working on this for a few months, I believe, the ATC, and, and the visuals and the graphics look absolutely outstanding. So... 
for the first two tracks we'll be done at Ramwick and Rose Hill. We're going to try and roll it out at Canterbury and Warriors Farm afterwards. But for punters and participants, it's a great tool to be able to have a look at and see the wind data from different points of the track. The rainfall data, obviously. Everything to do with the track conditions on that day. And as punters, we can never get enough information, in my opinion. Uh, and just a matter of what the punter does with that information in terms of disseminating it and using what they want to do. And this is just another great tool we can use for punting. So well done to the ACC. I think it's a really encouraging sign. They're working on some technology like this. Do you like anything today? Yeah, I do. Like, just check the scratchings because the horse I do like has no rider declared at the moment. Race five, number six, Ramstein. Uh, I know the scratchings will be finalised the next half hour, but he's first up after a long break, which is a little bit of a concern. But for Gerald and Sterling Stable, we know they can get their horses ready fresh. They had a really nice trial. I just think at Canterbury, settling on the speed there, he'll be extremely hard to get past. So race five, number six, Ramstein is my best bet on the program. And maybe if we can do something at a little bit of odds, I don't mind race six number one, Lady Bamford, an each way price. Um, she's a horse that failed first up there in a, in a Saturday race where she wasn't ridden out late and she was slowly destroyed. But she's much better than that. Her form last preparation got some form around some really nice horses in Lady of Luxury, obviously Bacchanalia, uh, Joviality as well. The form's been standing up pretty well. So second up, she might take some improvement. If she jumps a little bit cleaner, she can probably figure somewhere in the finish of an each way price. So Ramstein's the best bet on the program there, which is race five, number six, and the value is race six, number one, Lady Bam. Where's this year's NRL Grand Final going to be played? Oh, Lord. what a saga. What a saga. Um, listen, I'd be surprised if it's not in Sydney. I, I would. I know it's probably a lot closer than what a lot of people think to going up to Brisbane again, and Peter Valenti's been quite bullish about trying to have some compromise with the with the state government, it is crunch day today, obviously, and they need to make a decision you know, in the next 24 to 48 hours. So they need to get some tickets on sale and get some certainty and clarity for a lot of people involved in the series. I'd be desperately disappointed to go to Brisbane again, given that Brisbane had the grand final last year. Yes, they put their hand up to save the competition with the COVID pandemic and the border closures, but... I don't know what you think, Lodge, but I think it belongs in Sydney. I really do. Yeah, I, I was only speaking about this uh, half an hour ago. Like, for, for me, I, I want to see it staying in Sydney. But when I was playing, and I know I'm going back years ago now, it always felt for us, when you came to Sydney for a semi-final, the big games were on. It always felt like a big game. Mm. I was lucky enough at the back end of my career to have home finals, but it just felt like another big game. Mm-hmm. It just felt like another big game at home. Whereas when you knew you had to go to Sydney to play, it always just felt like something different. Mm-hmm. You always felt like mm-hmm. it was a bigger game, much bigger occasion. It was a semi-final. This is where the big games are played and you got your head around it. I, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to see it in Sydney, but I know times change. Yeah, I reckon if they can get some sort of compromise out of the New South Wales government, they'll, they'll probably keep it in Sydney. But I'll go back to the fact that we had Penrith and South, two Sydney teams playing in at Suncorp Stadium last year, which is unavoidable, obviously. But imagine if we get the same grand final again this year, which is not completely out of the realms of possibility, given how both teams are going. And what about the fans who have to might not be able to get to Brisbane for a grand final? They've got less seats. And I, I, it, it sounds a bit silly, given that the Queensland teams are actually going well this year in the Cowboys and Broncos. But I would hate to see a, a Penrith South or a Penrith Roosters or Penrith Power or any of those two Sydney teams playing a grand final this year. And we've got to go to Queensland again. Um, I know people might be saying, take your Sydney hat off and stop being parochial, but I just, I, I really do believe that the grand final should be in Sydney. I'm a big believer in history and tradition. I know we had one there last year in Suncorp Stadium, but let's try and have a back down in Sydney again this year. How about this text? My mate is bringing his family from New Zealand for the grand final. He's paid for everything, not tickets though. Told his young son this morning that it might be moved. He started crying. This is what they don't realise. The fans move it next year. Cheers the mocky. Well, I hope you're definitely assured of getting tickets then if you 
paid for everything else. But anyway, uh, there's uh, one perspective there, mate. You have a good day, Adam. Thanks so much. Hey, boys. Chat tomorrow.